0: Misunderstood, the show for the misunderstood lady or gent. We are your hosts. I'm Nat. And I'm Kat. Today we're going to talk about the new trend that is drag, kids, y'all eating disorders, and body image. But first, it's time for our patented culture shock moment of the week. Let's take it away, Nat.
1: Yeah, so Discovery Plus, they just announced a new show called Generation Drag, Mm. which follows five teen queens, sorry, five teen drag queens, Mm. to document their drag journey as they, quote, find their identities. So we're just going to play you a little clip from that to start things off and just get things real nice and disturbing. Welcome to the Pink Palace, my lovely friends.
0: I first discovered drag at 13. I didn't know what it was, but I knew I wanted it. Put on the wig and the makeup, and I'm someone completely different. I'm so
1: pretty! My drag name is Vanessa Shimmer, and she is just a force you cannot reckon
0: with. How do I parent a child that wants to do drag? I never expected drag to be a part of our lives. Oh my god, these are so cute.
1: These are problems I never thought I had to prepare for. What
0: I love about drag is the glitz and the glam.
1: My name is Noah, and I'm transgender. Have you talked to mom and dad about the pictures? What do you think of taking those photos down? I did a constant reminder that I had to pretend I was a boy. Do you think a mom would ever wanna watch me do drag?
0: How do I explain this to my child that she doesn't fully accept novella?
1: Making friends has been a hard thing for me to do when I'm becoming Nemo, Whoa. Become more confident. Let
0: me make sure you are appropriately fluffed.
1: (laughs) This transition has been difficult for them, but. They try, and that's all you can ask for.
0: It's important for kids to understand that they're not alone. So my mom started Draguton. Kids and their families are coming from all over the country where we get to be our true self.
1: Oh god, this is happening.
0: It's <laughs> Vanessa Shimmer. This is a place of love
1: and support. Because we need that in this world. This is me, and you better like it. So, critics feel the show is grooming kids. you mm-hmm. um, can see it. Yeah, and Howard Lee, the president of TLC Streaming and Network Originals, touted the teenage drag star's commitments to being true to themselves and recognizing the importance of living authentically. Yeah, because mm-hmm. kids, kids can authentic- authentically be themselves pre-puberty, right? Yeah,
0: I mean, well, kids are like being a child and authentic is so almost synonymous unless you have something like like you don't know right. who you are gonna be right. when you grow up like you said like before puberty but you're at least like being a child should be about being authentic all the time and just like living and like when I was a kid I would just like jump in the lake with my shoes on like you, yeah. you don't think about like things, you're you free-spirited yeah, exactly so yeah I like and I'm gonna say the same thing throughout this entire episode I think kids should be allowed to dress up and play I me think too that's Ex- exploration child, exactly. of I course that's yeah about. but adults um using that to profit and posting it on the internet and posting it on television is disgusting i think
1: yeah like these parents are literally exploiting their kids and it's like okay if your child wants to express themselves in a certain way i mean i'm all for it but yeah. like let your kid audition for theater musical theater i don't know yeah. you know join the arts do dance or something you don't need to dress up with a lot of makeup in dresses to make yourself, I don't, I don't know. I just, it doesn't really, it doesn't make sense for, for me. Like, I think that there are so yeah. many other options for you as a child, as a parent.
0: Yeah. Especially because drag, again, like I'm going to say this probably a couple times, but drag is for adults and it's mostly adults who do it. It's mostly adult gay men who do it. Mm-hmm. So like why would you put your child in a situation where there's like basically no other children and they have to grow up so much faster and they're not going to have any peers that are just going to be hanging out with a bunch of adults who are not their parents.
1: Right. And I mean, as you said, it's all right if you're a consenting adult and you want to do if you want to dress up like a woman, whatever, man, like live your life. But this show is kind of normalizing gender bending to me. Like, it's not healthy for a child who doesn't fully understand their own, you know, gender yet or sex or other people's sex and gender yet to be exploring these things. because when you're a kid, like you're supposed to just be exploring yourself, you know, and discovering the world. Oh, that's a boy. That's a girl. Like throwing this confusion into the mix is pure evil, I think. Like, I really think it's evil. Yeah,
0: and profiting off of it. Yeah. Like, why does Tyra Banks need to make more money from television? Doesn't she have enough going on?
1: Yeah, and why... Like, just go back to America's Next Top Model or something, you know? But she'll
0: probably be like, okay, and I'll do it with children. It's like...
1: Just leave kids out of media.
0: Exactly. Like it, we know what being in the limelight does to children. We know from.
1: And we'll talk about that more. Yeah. uh, Like child actors
0: and child stars. Like it's it's a it's a problem. It creates mental health issues. Except for that one that we talked about who was in Disney who's like grew up to be pretty normal. But he was like the guy who was on Disney and he was like all the my female co-stars. were. Oh, yeah. Cole Sprouse. Yeah. Yeah. yeah." So like he was probably the exception where he's like he seems okay Maybe. Yeah, but all the other ones are messed up. Yeah. So, great. Throw your kid into that dragon's den or whatever, lion's den. Whatever
1: yeah, no, absolutely. Um, so, there's been obviously some backlash. Um, and I think it's warranted, mm-hmm. uh, frankly. And there's there's another article that I think we should pull up uh, that's called, Letting an 8-year-old be a drag queen isn't progressive. It's child abuse. So, this, I think a lot of you probably are aware of Desmond is amazing or Desi. I
0: hadn't heard of this Okay, yeah. So
1: they went viral a few years ago, and we'll kind of get more into who this child is. Um, But this article was written a few years ago about this person and one other drag kid. So um, this is just a quote from it that I'd like to read if that's okay. So what concerned onlookers likely mean is that children who are encouraged to embrace their opposite gender or who are encouraged to dress in drag when they are not sexually developed or even coherent about sexuality may grow up to be profoundly confused about their sexuality and gender. Um, Yeah, so I think that's I really think that basically sums up my thoughts on this entire segment, frankly, like I just think it's you're it's wrong to confuse kids before. They have any understanding of the world.
0: Yeah. And I also think, and we've touched on like pageant moms before, yes. but like
1: gay or straight, trans or not, putting a kid
0: in a bunch of makeup and propping them up and taking sultry photos of them. Yeah. Making is them look more up. mature. Yeah. So yeah. people could be like, oh, well, why don't you criticize pageant moms? We do. Yeah. Like, we literally do. It's like, it's weird adults who want to live vicariously through their children because they weren't successful or beautiful or whatever. Yeah. And you see it even without pageant, you see it with dance moms, you see it with hockey dads and using your child to live vicariously to have success that you didn't have in your own life is messed up on its own. Yeah. But, but this is like so sexual. It's it drag is a sexual art form in it in of itself. So putting a child in that is just super messed up. And like, like, the drag queen who was like, yes, queen. Mm-hmm. It's like, why don't you just find another person to prop up instead of a child? Like, pick any others. there's yeah. There's 18-year-olds and up who want to be drag queens, who want to be the face of your new line or whatever. Like,
1: go for it. Use them. Why yeah. do you have to use the kid? Because con- you know it's controversial. Well, especially because, like, kids can't consent to this stuff. They really can't. Because if a child is too young to have sex, they're too young to partake in things that are sexual or exploitative in any way. Um, And I think another thing that's really important to note here is that when a kid does something, let's say little Desmond who is so Desmond Naples known as Desmond uh, is amazing Is one of the kids listed in this article and they began dressing in women's clothes at two according to Metro and one of the things Desmond says is I always get a positive reaction. People will clap and will be smiling when I'm done. I also do public speaking to give speeches and I always get a good reaction to that too. So The point I'm trying to make is when little Desi dresses up in girls' clothes and mommy goes, you look so pretty, Desi. That's affirming him. And that's what kids, they aim to please. They Mm -hmm. aim to please the superiors in their life. So you are planting a seed that, oh, I get praise when I do this. So I'm going to continue to do it. And it's grooming. It's wrong.
0: Yeah. And the fact that they're like, oh, adults love it. Yeah. Yeah. Creepy adults love it. Like creepy adults also have child pornography on their computers. Like, yeah. That doesn't mean it's a good thing to do. And yep. it makes me think like, just what about a kid who has an affinity for playing with toy guns? Like, well, that's who they authentically are. Let's send them to war. Yeah, exactly. Like,
1: Let's give them a real one. Yeah, you like, know? because
0: that's what they're into as a five, six year old. Like that's who they are. No, that's crazy. You wouldn't do that. And this, is, this could be just as life damaging.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. And this Desmond is amazing, has also received a lot of, the parents have received a lot of backlash because this child, is, has been seen dancing at literal gay nightclubs. Yeah. Like, who's watching this child? It's adult gay men. Yeah. I'm like, And this is nothing against the gay community, no, but it's creepy for a child to be in that situation yeah. or setting it would, full stop.
0: It would be creepy for a little girl to be dancing in an adult nightclub with heterosexual people. Exactly. It would be extremely inappropriate and extremely creepy, and we would never do that. We would yeah. never do that, because some adults like children. Like, we have to protect children. Even if let's assume there's no pedos in the audience which you can't assume. you can't assume yeah it's still not good for the kid to be indoctrinated into that like limelight hollywood-esque world where you know to talk to the next article that we're going to talk about maybe it's not the next one but one of these is about um uh eating disorders and yeah anorexia and bulimia which affects gay men and women more than the average population so it's like so you're just going to Put your kid in that world and give them body dysmorphia, if not full blown gender dysmorph or gender dysphoria. Yeah, absolutely.
1: No, that's a great point. Also, like, how many drag kids are there in this world? In the world, this seems like a very isolating thing for a child to be subjected to. Like, so now your kid's gonna grow up being this weirdo who does drag, surrounded by a bunch of gay men their whole life without any real friends. Like, that's not that's not productive for them. They need to be around kids their own age, being weirdos. Like. I don't. I just don't get why in 2022, like this is where where it is for children. Like this is what's n- considered allegedly normal by our society. Like kids should just be getting dirty and like playing in the Physically whatever. Yeah. Bloody dirty. Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you know what I mean. Like they should just be kids like and we need to preserve their innocence and i just think parents have just really screwed up yeah
0: well remember a couple of weeks ago we were talking about how when you erase the definition of a woman it, it, it hurts women and then you mentioned like what happens if you erase the definition of a child yeah and it's like this is sort of that slippery slope thank goodness they're still throwing drag kid on it sure but like when is that line going to be blurred yeah they're already dancing in nightclubs it's like
1: yeah
0: yeah it's not good it ain't good
1: yeah and I, I think, too, like, it's one thing to let your kid play dress up and put on nail polish, but it's a whole new thing to affirm a biological male child that, like, that they look pretty. Like, it's mm-hmm. just, it's not right when they're in women's clothes or yeah, girls' or, clothes. or
0: post it online because these kids are so young. Yeah, and they, they can't consent. They shouldn't have social media accounts of their own. So yeah. So it's obviously adults who are posting for them, who right. are, like... It, maybe it's parents maybe it's not maybe it's older friends in but the like a child
1: can't consent to their photo being shared like that exactly you know and it's exactly. I just think it's really sick and I mean Walt Heyer is someone who is who was a trans woman who detransitioned and this is what happened to him as a kid his grandma would dress him up in girls dresses affirm him and then he grew up with all this confusion and gender dysphoria and then he transitioned and detransitioned and you can learn more about him at sexchangeregret.com but like this is what happens this is how you grew Room kids, And it's I don't know how many times I can say this but it's so evil. It's just so belligerent and disgusting and like demonic even like Let's just preserve their innocence. Mm-hmm. Let's just preserve their innocence. Yeah,
0: well like you just said, you a kid can't consent to sex and like the example I used about war, a kid can't consent to going to war. They're not allowed to vote, they're not allowed to get piercings like but this is okay. Yeah. This is fine when they're when their soft little sponge brains are still developing you're like you're going to affirm them and say, "Oh, you're so pretty." Well, what about how they look without the makeup on? Do yeah. you ever say to to boy Desmond desmond you look very good today you look handsome you look like a smart young strong boy like maybe they are but like if you are giving them way more affirmation when they're in drag than they are regularly maybe that's why they want to get in drag in the first place because a lot of drag queens come like i love watching rupaul's drag race like i'm probably well i don't think i'm the only one at Rebel, but i might be one of two so you know for someone on the conservative side it's like not the most common um
1: interest. However, I've been to drag shows. Really? Surprisingly. Okay. So I love <laughs> yeah. drag. It,
0: it for me brought me out of a, a time where I was very depressed and I didn't feel beautiful. And I was like, if these men can cinch their waists and put on all this makeup and feel confident and beautiful, why can't I Yeah. on a daily basis? So for me, it was extremely uplifting. And I really, it makes me laugh, but it's dirty. It's super dirty. It's raunchy. It's raunchy. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, oh man.
1: Yeah. Cause it's adult content. Yeah. And that's what it needs to remain. Okay. Yeah, yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. I forget what my point was, but it's raunchy. It's yeah. for adults, and having children watching this, like, you know, the article about um, about Desmond, he mentions that um, what got him into it was that his mom was watching RuPaul's Drag Race, and he was playing, and he dropped what he was doing to go watch it. Well, what, like, his mom shouldn't have been watching RuPaul's Drag Race with the kid there. I agree. Watch it when he's in in bed. Yeah, like it's not a normal thing to expose your
1: child to it's it's messed up it is messed up yeah and i i just wonder if ex- like exploiting your child like this and pushing them into this sort of i guess identity class or group of people is it going to confuse their gender identity when they're that young and they're exposed to this and maybe this is part of the big agenda to just confuse the hell out of kids but like I don't know, like we've seen the stats, like most kids who identify as trans when they're younger, de-transition or change their mind or grow out of their gender dysphoria. So I don't know. Maybe we should talk about this next. Yeah. Well, I, I remember my point really yeah. quickly. It's that a lot of the
0: contestants on RuPaul's Drag Race, like majority of them had terrible childhoods, not all of right. them. And as as the seasons progress, you see more and more people with supportive families. But a lot of them have emotional issues stemmed from terrible parents who didn't um, love them for who they were so having a kid that that who's that young who's already feeling like they need to put on all this makeup and, yeah. and this glossy exterior it's like so what how are you treating your kid they should feel loved and beautiful and smart and like my parents when I was a kid they were like you can do anything you want maybe yeah. too much
1: <laughs> but like <laughs> She turned out great, Yeah,
0: (laughs) too great. No, but um, it's just like your kid shouldn't need that facade at that young age. Yeah. Maybe if they have a terribly troubled childhood and maybe that's just going to be who they are anyways, even if they have a super happy family, but it's it's usually people who don't have that. And so they find their family within the drag community. So like, right. what's what's going on in Desmond's house? Like yeah. he needs this so young, it's sad.
1: Yeah, and I think like the mother is, seems to be very defensive when anyone calls her out mm-hmm. on this maybe being a little inappropriate. And it's like, well, if you're that defensive, there's something sus going mm-hmm. on, mom, yeah. okay? Um, and we've seen this before too, where kids feel, you know, unsafe in a household or they don't feel like they can connect with people. So they find these, you know, forums online we've talked about tumblr a lot being very dangerous for young girls and as we've seen these girls and young kids are exploited to these ideologies they you know mutilate their body they they take hormones and then they grow out of it or change their mind or regret it and i just don't think it's worth the risk it's not worth the risk not at that age no your
0: breasts are like as a woman like you're breasts are developing and you're putting them in binders which I was as I was doing the research for this episode I didn't know but it kind of makes sense that like just putting your boobs in a binder
1: very unhealthy it's really
0: unhealthy yeah you can constrict your breathing it can it can physically damage your skin yeah do all sorts of stuff and it can make your if you want to have a double mastectomy in the future um if that's what you choose it can make that procedure not available to you as an option for whatever reason I don't know um so It's weird. It's weird to put a kid in drag and to bind them up and to put fake penises in their little underwear. Like, it's just... It's all so weird. And it's becoming so normal and I don't like
1: it. No. And I think that it's become this way because people... Conservatives and Christians have just been too silent about it. We we were too silent when things start the, s- the slippery slope we just started going down and we were like, Oh, it's gonna be okay. I need to be loving and accepting. And it's like, no, we should've stopped it from the start. And now yeah. it's it's it might almost be too late. Yeah. So it's really time for us to like pick up this fight because I think the ones that weren't
0: accepting of it were, were labeled as bigots. As, yeah, yeah, exactly. And like you don't wanna be a bigot. I don't wanna be a bigot. I certainly don't, but it's like, okay, well maybe Bigotry is not what the, it should be called. Maybe yeah. it should be called protecting kids.
1: I just don't think that, that word means anything it anymore, frankly. Um, yeah, let's just maybe okay. quickly touch on this EV article. Um, so up to 95% of trans kids outgrow gender dysphoria with no medical intervention. Oh, surprise, surprise. Mm-hmm. So according to Gallup, 16% of Gen Z now identify as LGBT, while 9.1% of millennials do. Uh, 1.8% of Gen Z identify as trans, which is more than double the combined percentage of Gen X boomers and traditionalists that identify as trans. So there's clearly something in the water, mm-hmm. folks. Mm-hmm. It's called public school. So. <laughs> yeah, it's
0: called chloride or whatever yeah. it's in the water. Or that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I just think it's interesting that, like, the the... Crazy increase in people who identify as gay or lesbian or transgender has increased so much. It's like, so either they're actually increasing at a way more than natural evolution. Like humans yeah. evolve over millions of years, right? Or thousands. Oh. Like it's not, it's not two. Yeah. It's like a long time. So for that, for the, generational gap between these numbers to go up that significantly something's either it's a cultural shift wrong yeah like the water like maybe alex jones was right about the frogs or
1: or i meant that more figuratively figuratively but maybe it is literally the water yeah or they're not and
0: we're just we're just pushing this agenda on young children and they're like oh that sounds fun like we've talked about this before with um the thing that's called the the thing yeah Mm -hmm. cognitive something
1: Cognitive development,
0: the thing that where you like young girls are, um, they're part of groups and they they
1: cognitive have... dissonance. No,
0: we'll figure it out. I'll post an article and cut all this out. Emma. Oh, like social contagion. Yes, yeah, social contagion. <laughs> yeah. That's the one. We nailed it. So good. Yeah, we nailed
1: it. Um, I definitely think it's a it's it's definitely. Um, political agenda, cultural agenda to do this to our children. As we've talked about with CRT being in partnership with um, queer theory, like there's there's definitely a clear cut agenda. Mm -hmm. I just can't see it any other way. It's not the way God made us. God did not make us to be gender confused. Like, you know, he calls men, like he created men and women called it good like that is how it's written there's really no argue you can't argue that like it, you know unless you're not a christian i guess yeah. but like eh, i'd say you're wrong yeah. <laughs> so
0: um i also thought that in this article they pointed out something very interesting which is like a lot of um kids might be expressing feelings of body dysmorphia mm-hmm. and then being misdiagnosed as Uh, gender dysphoric so um, the difference is gender dysphoria refers to an internal conflict with an individual between the gender they identify as and the one that they were given at birth uh, their their sex at birth but body dysmorphia defines a sense of anxiety around your body or a particular body part wherein the person with the condition may believe that some part or all of their body is defective or wrong so i think Maybe you agree. I have definitely experienced Me body too. dysmorphia. Oh yeah, I'm like. I think oh, most look at, women, cores, like, they're so big, and mm. then my friends like, what? Yeah. No one sees that, but you. Like when I look at you, I see a beautiful girl. But like sometimes, <sighs> like you know, I don't know what you see when you look in the mirror. Maybe an
1: ogre. <laughs> so yeah,
0: clearly, there's something going on in your brain, right? So think about how probably I would guess. And I'm just going to make this number up. Like 90% of women have body dysmorphia oh, sure, yeah. so it's like oh my god like this my eyebrows or whatever yeah. it is and you're like all i see is someone very beautiful in yeah. front of me so it's like so maybe people are getting misdiagnosed and they're and they're like oh hey mom i feel wrong inside my body yeah. like i didn't i don't have big boobies but when i was a kid like i loved playing sports and jumping on a trampoline so i can imagine had i develop really earlier large breasts, yeah i would have been like i hate
1: this yeah it stops
0: me from playing hockey i can't wear the chest guard especially
1: when other classmates are not developing at the same exactly. pace as you right there's always that one kid that just has that growth spurt yeah, and exactly. you're like and it's dang susan for them. so
0: i can imagine ha- hating my body if that was the case yeah for me and sports and whatever and maybe someone would have been like oh you hate your boobies because you're really a boy it's yeah. like no because i want to play sports and they're annoying but like you grow into it you grow out of that, like you figure out a right bra for you and you can still like get some support and make it work.
1: No, for sure. And okay, you kind of touched on this earlier, but do you think that all the people who are like encouraging these kids to do drag, to mutilate their bodies and encourage them to transition before they are you know fully developed do you think it's just that they are projecting their own insecurities on these kids like they just want them to be actually miserable and confused because it's just such an extremely abusive and manipulative thing for these people to do but mm-hmm. and they don't like they don't like the teacher that's telling the student to transition does not love that student more than their parents no yeah I like agree. it's they're but just also it's parents who do it too yeah which i think is a projection thing like i think as you kind of called out earlier there mm-hmm. there must be just this weird thing where kids are just like their parents sorry are projecting their insecurities on them absolutely you know i we, we see it all
0: the time all the time when your parent gets too angry that you didn't win that soccer game or your mom is like you didn't do the right dance or move yeah there. you're not pretty enough yeah or exactly. whatever yeah well we know moms can be critical so mm-hmm. it's not that they're i don't think that most of these people are necessarily evil or trying to their kids i think that they think that they're trying to make them better and trying to vicariously live through them and that can be just as dangerous yeah it's like maybe i don't want to be who you want me to be mom but it's like like you said kids love acceptance and they will they will move in the direction of whatever the adults are clapping for yeah absolutely that adults do it too but it's way more dangerous when it's a kid
1: yeah no a thousand percent so I guess this article is based off of a study um, by the American College of Pediatricians. And as the headline reads, 80 to 95 percent of gender dysphoric children accepted their biological sex by working with a therapist. And I just read the conclusion of this study, which I think is important if you don't mind me reading. Just, okay. So uh, the treatment of g gender dysphoria in childhood with hormones effectively amounts to mass experimentation on and sterilization of youth who are cognitively incapable of providing informed consent. There's a serious ethical problem with allowing irreversible life-changing procedures to be performed on minors who are too young to give valid consent themselves. Adolescents cannot understand the magnitude of such decisions. So it's funny how like a culture that's so keen on consent and like, you know, all this doesn't matter if it's a kid. Let's just experiment on them. Mm -hmm. Like it's just, it's funny. And we talked about this last week, even how kids are just unconsenting subjects to this crap. And it's not fair. It ain't fair. It's not. And fair. I'm mad about it. I'm mad too. Yeah. Gosh. How? I don't, I don't know how we're supposed to fix it. I think the best way to fix it is to not worry about being labeled a bigot and a turf and keep talking about yeah, it.
0: Yeah. Um, and go to church. Bring your kids to church.
1: A thousand percent. Because, like, the Bible says, if God is for us, who can be against us? So even if, like, you're getting, like, beaten up on social media, you know, or whatever, people start to abandon you in your life because you're standing up for the truth. You can rest assured knowing that you're standing up for the truth and you're right, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, I like that. That's the only advice I got. That's good advice. Anyway.
0: Maybe.
1: Should we we talk about health?
0: Yeah, I mean, it it ties into this conversation nicely because a lot of these kids are going to have uh, severe health problems physically, if not mentally, mentally, if not physically. So it's messed up. So, um, all right. Oh, okay. There we go. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, this article is about Sophie Turner from Game of Thrones. Yes. Who played Lady Sansa. Um, she reveals the best advice she received from her companion while in the throes of an eating disorder. So she describes her companion as a live-in therapist, which she Must needed. Must be nice. Yeah.
1: To afford that.
0: Right. <laughs> which she needed for several reasons. Um, mostly her eating disorder when she was working on Game of Thrones. Because she was 15 when she started that. Yeah. So young. But also, I, I think you made might have sent me the article she also had um issues from all the con- the adult content subject matter that they were filming on game of thrones because yeah. her character was particularly abused so she was like she had to um disassociate from the content yeah. and as soon as the camera stopped rolling she had to like sing and dance and like play and then she said she's definitely going to have trauma long term from what she went through yeah filming that as a young child so anyways that's a side note but this is specifically about her eating disorder um it's I'm glad she had help Yeah, while she was there.
1: Yeah, she's lucky that she could have that level of help. Mm-hmm. You know, that that is a great privilege. But I mean, yeah, so she I think one of the things that really kind of sprung this on was the fact that she started to get weird comments and criticisms on social media about her appearance. And we talk about social media a lot on the show. Um But it's like, it's fair because like grown adults can't even handle those criticisms. So how can we expect a teenager in the public eye to, to cope with that? Like, it's difficult. I mean, I have a hard time reading some of your mean comments sometimes. No one says anything
0: mean about you.
1: Why? Why But I I mean, I don't take it personally because I don't really care. Like, yeah, like if you had a profile picture in your, (laughs) in your YouTube or whatever, chances are
0: you're not more gorgeous than that. (laughs) (laughs) But um, one of the things that her companion told her that. Sophie says was very helpful for her was that this is a quote from her companion you know no one actually cares I know you think this but nobody else is thinking it you're not that important which is kind of mean it's like you're not that important but it's true it's like that's so true that's what what we were saying about body dysmorphia Dysmorphia, when I look in the mirror and I'm like oh my god like this nostril's bigger than this one or like my ears for instance that I freaking hate they're like they're fine yeah well I don't see it that way but you're like no one cares about you that much that they're like ew her her ears are too weird or whatever
1: but it kind of just stems from our culture which is like this self-love thing it's like it just keeps you solely fixated on yourself and it's like it's so self-centered and you know like people are too busy worrying about their own lives to give a crap about your ears or my double chin or whatever (laughs) you know and I think one of the things that I just thought of about this article is that like in general we just need to normalize like weight fluctuations in teens too because like I've had weight fluctuations. Like, young girls, like, she was 16 when she started the show. Of course her body's going to change. Like, that's normal. Like, it's just normal. We need to not, like, criticize young girls for gaining or losing weight. Mm-hmm. Unless was, it's extreme and they're in yeah, danger. Yeah, and then you take them to the hospital.
0: Like, I you was know? straight up ugly in high school. Me like, too. Thank God. Honestly, thank God. For that plastic me- surgery. No, <laughs> just kidding.
1: Thank God social media wasn't. Sorry. Oh, I know. It wasn't It wasn't as prevalent when we were growing
0: up. No, I got uh, Facebook for the first time when I was. In grade 12, right? And all, by then I had already kind of.
1: Become hot, exactly. so yeah, <laughs> so it's fine. But
0: um these kids are growing up now, and they're like going through their awkward teen chubby phase, or they get their like I got my eyebrows waxed once, and they were like way too thin, and it was yeah, horrible. There. Or pimples,
1: pimples. like pimples. Yeah. Oh my
0: god. Yeah. Or like awkward bras, awkward outfits. That you're like, yeah. oh, like I'm dressing like a kid, but like I'm a teenager, and it's like awkward. And your parents are still buying you kid stuff, and you feel just so awkward. It's the worst time. It's literally the worst. Yeah. And so to have be in the eye of the public like Sophie was and to have literally like people, if people are trolling us, like we're literally nobody. And she was on Game of Thrones, which is one of the most popular shows of all time. Yeah, ever. and yeah. she was a beautiful like that's she's gorgeous. Thing. She's so beautiful. Yeah. For, so for people to be like criticizing her, and then how is she supposed to deal with that? It's awful.
1: But it's just jealous trolls. Yes. That's the thing. And yeah. It's the same thing with like these weirdos projecting their crap on kids. That's what that's what's going on here in the world. There's, if you're insecure, just shut your mouth. Like go work on yourself. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like go find Jesus because mm-hmm. you're not doing anything fruitful for the world by criticizing someone, especially taking the actual time to calm. Comment. yeah especially a teenager you creep yeah like, like it's just so ridiculous I feel like those people are not watching our show you are watching our show no, <laughs> yeah, creeps? no. you creeps you know our no. viewers
0: are nice people I yeah
1: think, they're probably. lovely we love you guys thank you for <laughs> your support um but yeah i don't know i i just think like when people are in the spotlight at that young of age of an age it just puts so much pressure on them to be thin and i think there needs to be more of a normalization of just like your body is your body too you know and not like obviously there's a line where it's like you're too skinny you're too yeah, you like know and like, you're
0: like you're, you need intervention because yeah. you have a problem but it's like those are extremes like most people aren't falling in
1: yeah. those categories and let's just normalize yeah. the rest of us Yeah, you know Yeah, we look great we look fine
0: I also <laughs> think it's weird that like, Sophie Turner was 15 when she started on Game of Thrones, which is, like, you know, not so young. You're three years away from 18. Yeah. But it's not like an Olsen. No. So I think it's so weird. Like, I was watching some show the other day, and there was, like, a newborn in it. And oh I was gosh. like, whose baby is that? Like, it, I hope it's someone on set who's like, I just gave birth to this. I work on the show. I know everybody here. I yeah. trust everybody here. But is it, like are people giving their kids up to Hollywood for the chance that their their kid can make money? Like, it's super creepy. And, like, it's creepy. we need them for the plot. But it's, like, we're sacrificing these children for our entertainment and not caring if they grow up messed up.
1: And letting a creepy, dirty actor hold them. Those people yeah. are filthy. They're like, filthy who knows where they've addicts. been? Yeah.
0: Like, it's super weird. Like, I think, didn't Will Smith use his own kid in one of his movies? Like yeah, Dayton? The
1: Pursuit of Happiness. Yeah, so yeah. it's, like,
0: okay, at least he's, like, when his... Like, at least Will could hold his kid and be like, okay, we're going to do an And intense kiss his scene kid. Now. Yeah. And yeah, kiss your head. Like, that's normal for him. But it's like, most of the time, it's not the actual dad in the scene with you. It's yeah. like, and where are the parents? They're just like, oh, I'm so proud of, like, my two-year-old boy. And, so, his, and yeah. they're doing, like, emotionally intense yeah. scenes. Like, adult subject matter. It's weird. It is weird. Why and- do we, can we not just, like not
1: we should just i just think no kids should be in entertainment and i that's actually funny because sophie actually touched on that in her interview she said she doesn't want her child to professionally do anything until she's 18 and she doesn't believe in becoming a nepotism child which i really appreciate that's such a good take yeah i was like such a good take because like you know you need to take uh, kids need that pressure alleviated you know, you don't need to become an actor because mommy and daddy are. And just in general, kids should just not be in entertainment. Mm-hmm. I really just think that's... I think that's, we could do without them. Yeah, like, we don't could, need them.
0: You could say like, oh, I have children, but you don't need to show them. Or if you do, maybe they're people's kids that work on the production and they're they're around all the time and they know everybody. And But I still even... It's weird to have... Like kids, like you said, can't consent to most things, but they can consent to being in these weird scenes on TV just for, like, the season because it's so important for the plot.
1: Well, what about even, like, kids in horror films? Like, they don't know what they're doing. And now they have to... Now, in retrospect, they're like, dang it, I played that creepy demon child, and that's on my resume forever. And
0: Sophie Turner here is saying, like, yes, I'm going to be traumatized from the things that I... Like, some of the scenes that she was in were, like, really traumatizing. Yeah, it's
1: a gruesome show, for sure. Um, Why did she
0: need to be so young? And that's why, you know, when... Um, My sister and I used to to be an actor, too. Like, we know that they they often use, like, 20-year-olds to play high school kids. And Mm -hmm. at at the time, I was like, why is that? Well, it's because you don't want actual 16-year-olds doing sex scenes and and having, like, conversations about abortion and death and suicide. It's gross and weird, and they should be protected from that.
1: It is gross. But do you also think it's kind of creepy that consenting adult, like, adults are doing things, then they're dressed up as teens. And it's like, so it kind of makes it seem like, oh, I'm young, and I can do this. But it's or this is normal, but it's like, no, these are actually adults doing Mm -hmm. this. Like so there is like a I agree with you, but there's also like there I think Hollywood's just really freaking creepy. Mm, (laughs) Just really creepy. I just watch
0: nature documentaries. We
1: should just watch nature or the Bible series that you're watching on YouTube, you know? They're so good. They're Bible collection on YouTube.
0: You can watch all the movies for free. They're great.
1: (laughs) But no, like and I mean, just a personal anecdote, I once auditioned for a movie and uh, i had to give birth and i was like 15 years old and they were like all right let's do it and i did it and then they're like can you relax a little more i was like i'm giving birth to strangers i'm six like i'm 15 years old like didn't get the part
0: yeah but it's for the best i once quit a show because well it was a movie it was a short film and i i was like 20 something but i had to make out with someone and i was like I thought that it was fake kissing because I had never done it before. And they're like, no, it's not fake. I have a boyfriend. (laughs) Like, I was like, oh, I have to make out with this dude. And and there's a camera in my face. And I I did it for the rehearsal. And then the next day I was like, oh, I have mono. I can't be in the show. (laughs) they probably all have to get tested. You thought or they were fake kissing. I thought it was like, mm. and like, no, no, no. You need to tongue each other, and I was like, ew. Yeah. It's are gross. you serious? Like, you don't
1: know where their mouth's been. Ew. That's why I said actors are filthy. Kissing
0: is very intimate. I don't want to do it with some rando. Yeah.
1: It's Gross. Like maybe I'm a for dude. like creepy pervy directors. By the way, exactly. they're all these male creepy they executive are. producers, and they're like, oh, can you do this nude scene for free? And yep. you're like, no, yep. I can't. That,
0: literally, they're like partial nudity. Yeah, and it's fr- no money, and you don't and get it's paid. Like, yeah. Cool, and I was like. There's going to be a hundred other girls who will do it. And if I don't say yes, I'm out. So I was like, I'm out. I just quit. I quit acting. I was I, I was like, I'm done. Yeah. So here I am.
1: Here we are. And um, those that was our personal anecdote for the day. Um, no, I'm go- I have more. <laughs> <laughs> Pause for an ad break. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. So let's move on to maybe our next one about Victoria Beckham. This is a really Julia good. This Beckham. is another based take. Mm-hmm, I liked it. Mm-hmm. I appreciated it. Mm-hmm. She is a very elegant lady. She's gorgeous. So she says the goal to be really skinny is an old-fashioned attitude that shouldn't be an aspiration for young women. Mm-hmm. So I guess I, uh, she has a fashion line, mm-hmm. and um, it's very expensive. I cannot and afford it. I literally
0: want the dress that she's describing, like yeah. that tight-knit dress. Yeah. Oh, my God. I know, it's, 750 it's great. 750 pounds. That's it. If that, someone could
1: send it. If oh. you want to buy us some yeah. stuff, we will take it. We will take it, E-transfers yeah. to Misunderstood at Rebel <laughs> News. Um, so I guess she launched a new New Jersey dresses and stuff. And she got a lot of inspiration from time spent in Miami. Is she hinting she's a conservative um, with her family where she noticed a lot of really curvy women really own it there. And she just appreciated their beauty and like how they show off their bodies with confidence, which I really appreciate because, mm-hmm. you know, she's, she's from like the nineties where yeah, everyone was like heroin, super chic. skinny. Yeah. yeah. And so it's nice to see her have this more healthy approach mm-hmm. um, and to not, you know, put the same pressure that was on her on young women. I yeah. That's what I really appreciate about yeah. it. Um, I do
0: think it's, like, the wording that she used was, like, it was, I mean, she said something about, like, it's not all about being super skinny. She, she's like, you want to have boobs and a butt. And it's like, okay, well, that's also putting people in a box. Because yeah. not everyone has, like, when you say, like, accept all body types, like, some women are, they don't have, like, curvy hips and giant yeah. boobs and, and giant butts. And We're not waist. Kim like, Kardashian. Exactly. Well, she's not even Kim Kardashian. No. Like, like, so it's, while it's helpful to expand the definition yeah. of what's beautiful and sexy and in Vogue, it's still super limited to having a perfect
1: proportion. Like, yeah. I wonder if she just misspoke. Cause she also did say that she's happy that her daughter can witness women who are comfortable with their natural figure. Okay, that's So, cool. but I do agree. Like, we just the thing is like just we just need to abolish extremes when it yes. comes to um voyeurism mm-hmm. when as it pertains to the female body you know i like yeah. just no extremes no don't put women in a box mm-hmm.
0: and she is so influential yeah that it's really refreshing to hear someone like her who has yeah. a fashion brand talk about this because maybe she's going to and i think she has already with these new jersey dresses it sounds like new jersey yeah they're New, New Jersey dresses and they're jersey dresses. Which, That's cute. You know they're hot. Yeah, yeah. But um, I think it's interesting because you might actually make clothes that fit different shapes instead yeah. of like because you know like Club Monaco. Like I love Club Monaco clothing, but they are made for like tall, super skinny, giraffe women. Yeah, giraffe ladies. And I'm like, I can't. It's not. It doesn't fit. It I'm doesn't like work.
1: a stump. You yeah, know, I'm it's like not going to st- work.
0: I'm literally like an elephant in those clothes. <laughs> like I'm like. <laughs> So I it's ni- that. <laughs> it, mm, you'll see. Um, so it's nice that she's gonna maybe take into consideration different body shapes and types when designing clothes.
1: Yeah, like you know, because like as we said, like you don't have to be a size zero to be beautiful. Women's bodies vary. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, yeah, I, I just think balance, just a balance approach. We need to see that more from people who have influence. I yes, think. Yes. You know. We're talking to you,
0: Kim. We're talking
1: to you, Kim, Kim and maybe we're. Talking to you a little bit, too, Jordan. Yeah,
0: Jordan Peterson.
1: Jordan Peterson. Yeah.
0: yeah. This was, uh, I think, last week or this This is this week, oh early this week. It's been
1: a long week, y'all. It's been a
0: week, you guys.
1: Oh, it will be last week when the show comes out. Yeah, we're so doing this early. Last, this is last week. Right. Jordan Peterson widely mocked after calling sexy swimsuit cover authoritarian. It's a big word. Yeah.
0: Uh-huh. So, this is... um. I, I love Jordan Peterson, but just, he's because, great. Yeah, just because you love someone doesn't mean that you have to agree with them or defend them all the time. Yeah. You <clears> shouldn't
1: <throat> agree with anyone 100 no, percent ever. Definitely if not. If you
0: are, you're not doing your research. Exactly. Just like the same thing when people say like Trump people, it's like you're just going to defend everything he does or Biden. You're just going to defend yeah. it. Like, let's it's not wrong. do that. It's wrong. You have to be able to see things with... more nuanced. Exactly. Yeah. He's speaking like he's speaking for everyone. And that's what's wrong with it. It's like he, <laughs> yeah. beauty is subjective. It is. And like
1: for me I was like, men are not the arbiter of what is and isn't beautiful. And like, who the hell are you, Jordan Peterson, to tell me what's beautiful? Like you're not like George Clooney. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. Like stop like I hate I'm sick of these ugly men pointing fingers at what's who it is and isn't beautiful yeah. like you have no right to like, tell me your or other women like it yeah like,
0: it doesn't mean that others won't and that other women won't look at her and say wow she's beautiful because the the model is beautiful like she's plus sized.
1: like her she, face is great
0: she's, beautiful. she's still like so be like so beauty is subjective but but peterson would argue and i would agree there are still objective standards of beauty that yeah. people look to like facial symmetry and like
1: curvature of your of your Silhouette. Absolutely. But this
0: girl still falls into that category yeah. of beautiful. According she's to not it. a
1: blob. No, she's and beautiful. I guess maybe I understand some backlash because it is like a sports magazine. So, but, but but even so, like women of all sizes are athletic. Yeah, like usually girls who play sports aren't the
0: ones who are on Sports Illustrated. Absolutely. Yeah, I They're mean, Kim do- Kardashian
1: recently exactly. was on the cover. She, I bet
0: she can't even throw a rubber ball. No, like probably not. So, so maybe this girl like yeah so i was thinking the same thing but it's like this art, the magazine is not called like fitness pro yeah or like we're like abs, abs. galore exactly. yeah exactly like she shouldn't be on abs galore because she's not she's not super ripped but like sports <laughs> <Abs Illustrated. galore. laughs> we need to start that magazine <laughs> and we will not be on it um sports <laughs> illustrated sports like she could be any sort of athlete. Like
1: It's, it's true. It's, she could be shot put for all you all exactly. know, okay? Exactly,
0: like those girls aren't like stick thin with giant boobs wearing a thong on the beach. Like weird.
1: And okay, what about the fact though that men who are ugly get to still remain on the news, in film, and all this stuff and no one cares but women are the only ones who have to be slender and beautiful and you know, just objectively, conventionally gorgeous. Like I don't like this standard and I, I may seem a little like feminist of us but like I, it just really irks me that men get to do this but like if we do it it's like oh it doesn't matter because he's a man who cares yeah you know yeah i don't know
0: no i totally agree with you
1: it irks me it irks it's irking and i really i mean is it authoritarian maybe it could be if you know it was someone who was like very very obese like 700 pounds yeah like
0: tess holiday you know and they're it's like this is authoritarian beautiful. it's like a crazy leftist yeah like, we're trying to it's, it's normalized modern where it's like like you're trying to completely abolish the definition of what beauty is. Like yeah. I'm sorry, Tess. She's super fat. Yeah. She's so fat. And <laughs> no, she is though. She's like unhealthy. Like there's no way her organs yeah. are not stressed. But she is
1: anorexic, so we've got to be sensitive. Sorry, Tess. But like this
0: woman that. is not even close. Yeah. So not even in the same hemisphere. So. Yeah, and
1: I mean, as we were talking about like anorexia, do you think that like when we talk about women's bodies like this, like this kind of negativity towards this uh, model. What's her name? Noomi something. You knew me or Yumi or something? You mean, me. Anyway, doesn't matter. Uh, but th- talking about a beautiful woman like that, don't you think that makes other women compare themselves to this person? They're like, Well, mean. I don't, Sorry. thank you. Well, I don't look like this, so maybe I'm ugly. So I need to change myself. I yeah. maybe, oh, I'm that weight, but everyone thinks this is ugly. Maybe I need to be anorexic. Yeah, like it's like- not
0: helpful, Jordan. It's not it's like. Not helpful.
1: Obviously we are pro health, take feeding your body well, exercising, you know, whatever. She
0: doesn't look unhealthy.
1: She doesn't look unhealthy though. That's the thing. Like, sorry that she hasn't she has some body fat on her. Like yeah. that doesn't
0: necessarily make her unhealthy. Like she's not obese. She's not anorexic. Right. Like she a lot of women fall into that Yeah that category. It's like true. I think if like have you ever seen those photos though of like the nineteen seventies, like what the average person looked like? Everyone's super shredded. Yeah. Like I do think that people like i know for a fact that the average bmi has gone up significantly yeah, which is a problem 30. it is a problem so i see the point in like let's not normalize obesity but this for sure. is not obese no. like it's she's just not no so sorry she's not sorry jordan
1: so uh you know just think before you tweet
0: well he's not going to be tweeting anymore
1: because he's a soy yeah. boy who left <laughs> sorry i do really like you no, jordan yeah, but do. like bad take okay yeah, well
0: he's been super spicy on twitter lately which i think has been great but when you're that spicy and off the cuff on twitter you're bound to f up yeah and he did so yeah. that's the price you pay like when you don't think before you tweet that's yeah the price you pay it's great like, people gonna get mad people
1: gonna get mad people gonna get mad and you know what just take it with a grain of salt mm-hmm. jordan mm-hmm. it's not the big no it's not that big video no, okay it's, it's
0: really not like you're a married man you don't need to be attracted to her anyways
1: yeah so it's curious. true good point anyway anyways i think that's the show is that the show we I mean, we did her, we Woo! did her. So this was misunderstood, which airs every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time at misunderstoodshow.ca, i.e. Rebel News Plus. Uh, so definitely watch it if you haven't subscribed. Subscribe, subscribe, please.
0: And if you haven't subscribed yet, that's okay because you can still listen to the show on Tuesdays when it comes out on all your favorite streaming platforms for free. You just can't see our beauty and all like the the article.
1: And the phlegm that flies out. You can't see the phlegm, and you can't see me going.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so, you know, you get what you pay for. (laughs) You get
1: what you pay for. And then on Saturdays at 2 p.m., if you go to watchmisunderstoodshow.ca or subscribe to our YouTube channel, Watch Misunderstood Show, you can watch the show for free. For free! But the content might be old, Ben, so So I really think you should subscribe to Rebel News Class. Okay. And then you
0: can get access to all the other shows on Rebel News Plus Two, which is Ezra Levent, The Ezra Levent Show, The Gun Show with Sheila Gunn-Reed, Andrew Says with Andrew Chapados, and, of course, Rebel Roundup with David Menzies.
1: (laughs) Anyway, follow us on social media. We love you. We love you. Bye. Bye.